In the previous episode, which was called The Reinvention, I briefly touched base on separating yourself from certain people. I want to get more in depth than that in this episode. So let's just get straight into the separation. Now, the very first thing I want you to do in the separation is I want you to get a vision. I want you to envision that dream career, that next business venture you may have been contemplating and overall happiness and what that means to you in your life. Maybe you already had this vision. Maybe you already know the next thing you want to accomplish in life. But I know normally, as soon as we get this vision, we get so excited to the point that we just have to tell someone. So we normally tell the closest people to us, our friends, our family, our spouse, whomever, the closest people to us. Unfortunately, these very same people at times are the people are the ones that are hurting us because they start expressing their fears and their doubts on us. Let's just say, for example, it's a new business venture you want to start. They may start asking questions such as where's the startup cost going to come from? How are you going to provide for your family and pay your bills in a transition from a nine to five to doing your own thing? Or I know so-and-so who started a business and you know what? It didn't work out for that person. They may think they're helping us, but they're actually hurting us and hindering us from what we're trying to do next in life. Now, unfortunately, we all have doubt. Doubt is just a feeling of uncertainty. You know, you may think, can I really do this? Can I really succeed in this thing that I'm trying to do? But other people expressing all these fears and doubts is going to lead to just that fear. Now, there are plenty of sayings for fear, false evidence appearing real. My cousin actually has a tattoo that says face everything and rise. And I like both of those. But the actual definition of fear is a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, etc. Now, the key word there to me is impending. Impending means nearing. So you're afraid of something that's nearing. And in most times, it may not even arrive. It may not actually be there. So. The best example I could give for that is, have you ever seen a horror movie? And, and don't lie, because we all got that that one movie or that one person that that just did it for us. You know, that had you walking to your car extra cautiously. We all have it. But if you really think about it, you know, whomever that movie is that you just saw, you know, that person or that thing is not outside but yet you're walking cautiously or, you know, you're looking over your shoulder in your car, whatever the case may be. That is the same thing we do in life. That is the same thing we do with our business ventures. The same things when we're changed, when we're facing a change, we we're afraid we have doubt. So the best thing to do with that is, is really to make a plan. That's one thing we really don't do in life. If you really think about it, if you make a trip or you're taking a trip out of town, you normally plan it out beforehand, but we don't make plans in our everyday life. Now, I know we have, you know, smartphones, we have new technology, but me, I guess I'm kind of old fashioned. I like taking some good old pen to some paper. You know, I like taking pen to paper and mapping my stuff out. Therefore, I can see it. You know, I see my vision. I see my dream. I know it's obtainable. Now, getting back to these people, though. These people that you have to separate yourself from at times and not always necessarily meaning you have to remove yourself or remove them. You may have to separate yourself mentally. You know, you have to be in a different mindset than them. You have to realize that you're a different animal. They're sheep. You're a lion. You know, their fears don't affect you. You're going to go get it done. You can move a mountain. You have the power to do it. Don't ever forget that. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. 
Another thing is you must know who's in your circle, your circle of friends. Now, I have this thing that I use. I actually call it snakes, rats, vultures and leeches. Know who's in your circle. Now, what's a snake? A snake is a deceitful, backstabbing person. We all know that. Let's get into a rat. I'm not talking about a rat that goes and tells the cops. You have rats right there in your circle that's not talking to cops. My example for that is you may have a friend that you thought you was on a different level with than your other friends. You know, you all may be a crew or whatever. You may have a group of people that you're friends with, but you confide in this one person, this personal thing in your life that's going on. So they're telling everyone else. By the time you talk to someone else, they already know because, oh, yeah, so-and-so told me. That is a rat, in my opinion. You're going around talking. You didn't even give me the opportunity to decide whether or not I wanted to tell other people. I entrusted you with this information, and you're going around telling it to everyone. Actually, a good way to spot a rat is just notice the people that's asking a bunch of questions and not asking questions out of curiosity or out of your well-being. They're asking a lot of personal questions. They want to know these, the answer to these personal questions just so they can run back and tell other people. Now let's get into vultures. For those of you that don't know what a vulture is, it's a large bird that anticipates the death of animals and people too, actually. Now let's use that, that same example, the business venture. Let's just say you've been up and operating your business now for a while. Now, a vulture has been hanging around, been watching, but they're just anticipating the death or the failure of you or your business or whatever it is you're doing in life. And that's exactly what a vulture does. Once that thing dies, it feeds off of it. So that's what I say some people do, too. Once they realize that it didn't work out the way you wanted it to, now they're feeding off of that. and They're striving off of that, almost like the I told you so type of thing. That's the best way I could describe that. And actually, there is another form of definition for a vulture that's actually in the dictionary. And it does refer to a person, but I wasn't even talking about that. And that definition is a contemptible person who preys on or exploits others. I wasn't even talking about that version. I was talking about what they really do, you know, in the desert, hanging over someone, waiting for them to die or whatever, and then feed off of them and applying that to life. But the last thing is very simple. When I get into leeches, a leech is very obvious. I mean, a leech really is a, is a bloodsucker. That's what a leech actually is. So applying that to life, you know, let's just say that same example again. Now your, your business is thriving. You're doing your thing. You know, that leech is going to be there the whole way, sucking off of you, leeching off of you. You know, as long as you're providing for them, you know, you might have the house, the car or whatever. And they're just there for the ride. They're leeching off of you. So that's pretty obvious of what a leech is. There are a lot of animals out there that people identify themselves as. You can look it up if you like, but more so the point of this was to know who's in your circle. And that's just a a small way I kind of separate certain people. So you may ask, what animal would I identify with? That would have to be the lion, the king of the jungle, obviously. But when I was younger, I used to identify myself as a wolf a lot. More so like the lone wolf, meaning like I thought all I needed was myself to get things accomplished. Like I didn't need anyone else. It was to the point where there were certain phrases out there that I just couldn't stand. One of the phrases was teamwork makes the dream work. 
I felt like I didn't need a team. As long as I knew what I was doing was right, I felt like I could do anything. I could get anything accomplished by myself. But looking at it from a sports aspect, even the star player needs his role players. The star player has his coach. And I'm quite sure that star player has a firm support system at home, whether it's his family and friends, spouse, whomever. Another phrase that I really couldn't stand, and I actually used to use it myself a lot up until maybe about a year ago, was I'm too old to make new friends. Now, in a sense, that's true. I'm not looking for a new friend to go clubbing with. I don't need that in my life. But right now, where we all should be in life is we should be inviting, maybe even searching for that new business friend, that new business partner. You know, I think about it with myself, going back to identifying myself as the lone wolf. How many relationships did I miss out on that could have been my connect, could have been that bridge, you know, that 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 person that opened the door for me to the next level that I was trying to get to all because I wanted to be all about myself. Another thing about that is you think about it. Another thing I, I personally don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Have you ever met that know-it-all? They just know everything. I will be the first one to tell you I don't know everything. I'm not afraid to go look something up. I'm not afraid to do my research. But there are things right now I'm trying to embark on that I know nothing about, but I want to know. So I may need that friend now, that business friendship. So you're never too old to make new friends. You just have to make the right new friends. I want to um, touch briefly real quick now, and I'm probably about to wrap this thing up. Something that's so obvious, and that's letting go or separating yourself from just overall toxic people. Whether that's in your friendship circle, your family, your work environment. There are some people in this world, in my opinion, that are just toxic. So let's go over some of these toxic things. A very toxic thing that I can't stand is just a habitual liar. This person or these type of people just always lie for no reason. They lie about the dumbest things. To me, that is a sign of a toxic person. Another way to identify a toxic person is they're self-centered, they're selfish. You know, even in a conversation, they can never make it be about you. You can be explaining something personal you're going through right now and somehow some way they make that conversation about themselves like they never sympathize for you at all another thing that is real big and it's normally with people that we're close to have you ever came across that person that just can't apologize or even if they do apologize it's not even a thorough apology it's I'm sorry you thought this. I'm sorry that you felt this way, but I didn't mean that. Or, you know, it's always an excuse. It's not a thorough apology. They never can see that. You know what? Maybe I did do something here. Maybe I did something to you or I said something to you that was a little off. They just never get it. Another thing is they see themselves as the victim all the time. No matter what the situation is. Even going back to that situation I just spoke about, how they can't even apologize. Somehow, some way, you ended up doing something to them. Even though you know truly in your heart and in your mind, you was trying not to disrespect this person not one bit. 
but somehow, some way, they will tell you something you did actually did something to make them become the victim. So just understand and look at people's behavior and separate yourself from that. You know, there's a lot of things in life that we cannot control, but we can control who we let in and out of our lives. Thank you for tuning in again. Catch you next time.